on this episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Come along and congregate in the conspiracy pew with the Greasy Crew. Listen in as we fact check the merch of the Westboro Baptist Church. These haters of soldiers will billow and smolder in the fires of hell for what they're trying to sell. This group might as well call themselves the Ku Klux Kansas with a dash of hate in the Ad Astra Astra State. So, so here, here for blue hair and flashing a pair of eggs in their faces and all sorts of places. So whip out your Bible and tell us a fable, bust out your Quran and jump on the table. Get right with God or these prophetic pimps of apostolic proverbs are sure to protest your party with a pride flag on fire. They're sure to regret calling you a British cigarette. So hang on to your seats because it's going to get greasy. That's right. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jabone! And J-Bone. Everybody's going to hell. All of us. Everybody. Everybody. If you don't believe, then you're going to burn, son. Tell you what. You better turn so you don't burn. <laughs> We're going to be in there like back on rotisserie chickens. Yep. Getting turned to burn. <clears throat> so, it's time to crack this here caffeine over. That's them right. Cheers, Cheers bud. Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. Ah, break mm. out your steel-toed slippers about to start shit-kicking. Hey, don't get my ideas away. Um, so, Westboro Baptist Church. That's right. For anybody. <laughs> this is brought to you by Green Douglas, Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church, unaffiliated. If you don't know who they are, I will remind you. Um, oh, the Marine died. That... What was the Marine's name? Do you uh, remember? No, no. It, if you guys want any more information on Westboro Baptist Church... Uh, you can go to GodHatesFags.com. God Hates I, British Cigarettes. I'm just giving them the URL. I didn't know God hated British cigarettes. I didn't either. He's very anti-cigarettes. But you can go to GodHatesBritishCigarettes.com. And they spell British cigarettes and F-A-G-S. Have, but what's crazy is this topic kind of right along with our last episode, which was on Anonymous. Yeah. His old anonymous, anonymous, shut down Westboro Baptist Church's uh, website. original website. Yeah. Because it was God Hates Jews, I believe it was. Yeah. And then Anonymous is like, nah, dog. They shut that website down. And then they have GodHatesFags.com. So I was like, well, where's Anonymous at, you know? Yeah, so just, just to like... Just to go ahead and, and reiterate, that's not a that's not a term that we throw around loosely. No, that's it is not the Westboro Baptist Church official website. Yeah. So. One hundred percent. And uh, they're they're pretty out there. They yeah. are wild. They're uh, they're actually Primitive Baptist is their affiliation, which I learned was a branch of the Calvinic 
side of baptism. Huh. So primitive Baptist, primitive Baptist, also known as hard shell Baptist, foot washing Baptist, or old school Baptist. Holy shit. What? I used to go to a church where they'd have like foot washings and stuff like that. Yeah. I was not okay with it. Foot like, washings. Foot washings. Get your I, I came in there and we were listening to the sermon and stuff. I was like, this is kind of weird, but they were our neighbors down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all just got up almost as like one unit and just started moving towards the front. Everybody filling in the pews and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, what in the fuck is going on? They brought out all these chairs mm-hmm. and sat them down. And they're like, you, you come up front. I said, what the fuck? And I was just kind of going on autopilot, just sketched out about the whole thing. I was like, all right, just sit down. And they started undoing my boots, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know if it was going to be some, you know. They was going to keep going? I thought they were going to keep going. Just start with the boots and end with the britches, you know what I'm saying? I thought they was Catholic priests. I'm telling you. So, but I started to get worried, and then they grabbed this bowl and set it down and just started washing my feet in it. And the whole time, I just Did was, they wash everybody's feet in the same bowl? You know how like so. Vikings used to like wash their mouth out, see, and spit back in the bowl, and they'd all pass around blowing boogies in it. And because stuff. I was a new person there, yeah, they were they washed my feet first, oh. so I was all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> Had I been like the seventh or eighth person, yeah. oh, I don't know. You keep your funky foot water away from me. Get that shit away from me. Jesus so, didn't bless that. Primitive Baptist. <laughs> it's not holy water. It's <laughs> so, just fungus water now. There's something growing in there. Nasty herpy water. So. Yellow toenails hanging out. Uh, <laughs> Primitive Baptist also knows all those things I said. Our, <laughs> our conservative Baptists adhering to a degree of Calvinist beliefs who coalesced out of the controversy among Baptists in the early 19th century over the appropriateness of mission boards, tract societies, and temperance societies. So basically, from what I understood, that they, they just don't play the bullshit. That comes with being a Baptist. What kind like of bullshit? There's a lot of bullshit. I'm saying like, that comes like with. they don't play them. They don't play the game. They don't want. They don't want to adhere to like any modern ideas of baptism. That's why it's primitive or original. Oh, the OG. Yeah. You're, you're, they're like a. They're like reformed. They're like so. Calvin. The Calvinist Baptists I read started the the first Calvinist church was formed in the 1630s. Damn. So it's old. Yeah. But I don't know where the split came. I tried to find that, and I, I couldn't, like, where they peeled off from the Calvinist church. Hmm. But they're they're supposedly very traditional with their beliefs. I'd say. Which, it's kind of like they read the Bible in black and white. Like, there's no interpretation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, but there's some things in the Bible where, I mean... Well, I'll put you... You have to interpret it. It's almost like they're... Reading of black and white interpretation is their interpretation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's kind of weird. It's a conveyance of <laughs> ideas. I'll give you that. But I, I, I was listening to the Fred Phelps, who was, you know, a big guy in this church, I guess, if you want to say. He was a minister and a disbarred lawyer, which also I found out that when he, when he got his law degree, that he stood up for a lot of black people in the... Yeah. Uh, civil rights movements and stuff like for free like they yep. said he represented 102 black students at whatever that college was from the Forrest Gump movie because my history is wired like that yeah when they got when they were getting kicked out or integrated and whatever 
But he said, like, just to, just to prove my point, what I was saying about him being really, like, black and white about it was he, he said that being gay is one of, like, is in the Bible is don't do it. You know, like, thou shalt not lay with man as woman or whatever. Yeah. And he said also thou shalt not murder. He says the same thing. He's like, so if you're telling kids it's all right to be gay, you're telling them it's all right to murder. Mm. Like, that's not a tie that I would make. Or an association that yeah, I Yeah, that's the all or nothing fallacy. Exactly. Yeah. That's, but that's what I meant. Like, it's just this or that. And that's it. Black or white or nothing. Which, I mean, I guess he is going directly by the Bible. Because yeah. when it goes through, like, the Ten Commandments, you know, it's not like, hey, this one's a little bit greater. Yeah. This one's a little bit smaller. You, you might go probably, to... You probably shouldn't covet your neighbor's wife. You might go to hell for coveting your neighbor's wife, but you might go to super duper hell and kill him. You know, like something like that. It's like the 13th floor of hell. Yeah, the 13th floor at least. But his name is Fred Waldron. He's the one that really got the shit started, though. Like the stir, the stirring up all the bullshit with the... You know, the he hates the Jews. I mean, he's been like very adamant about... Look, they still are. Let's put a disclaimer. We should have done this at the beginning. Oh. None of this is the ideas of the greasy knuckles. Any of the racism fucking... Any of this crazy shit is not representative no. of the greasy knuckles. We are just covering this. Yeah, these are just facts I just made up about yeah. the Westboro... No, I'm just these joking. These fucking these psychopaths. Are facts of, of research about the Westboro Baptist Church. That's yeah. it. I don't believe in any of this bullshit they're talking about. No. But some of, I mean, I understand like, I, and it's hard. It's, that's what that's what I think is like a hard, like a gray area, even with the conversation, is to say like you could say yes, I'm Christian or I'm Muslim or I'm Catholic or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, there's a lot of Catholics that don't believe in boy touching. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But well, they still have priests they have to go see. Exactly. And whatever. I mean, it's like <clears throat> lumping everybody in. Getting a one bad apple and being like, man, all apples are terrible, you know. Right. So, I, I get that. Yeah. But these fucking, it, it's like to be a part of Westboro Baptist Church specifically, you have to be. I mean, I know the word. I can't stand racist, and stuff like that being thrown around like it does now, because it's yeah. lost all power of that word. But, oh, he's a racist Like bigoted, calling everybody a Nazi. Homophobic Nazi. And it's like, well, no, they're not. They just said you look ugly, you know? Yeah. It's stuff they like that. They don't agree with you. They don't agree with you. They don't like your blue hair. And they're like, fucking Nazi. So it's not the same as it used to be, but it with these people, like you actually have to be fucking against people's religion, like actively... Not just against one group, but like everybody. They yeah. they picketed a uh, a Muslim's funeral. Yeah, and the the dad of that child that died, you know, he came up to him and was like, "What is wrong with you? Like, why are you doing this?" And he's like, and they were having a Quran burning. Yeah, at the Muslim's funeral, like just having a Quran burning, and they were like, "Well, if you were." A good person, if you wanted to go to heaven, you'd join us, you know? And yeah. then the next... Light that Quran up, buddy. We partying over here. But the next week, this guy's wife died. And they're like, well, see? That's because you didn't join us in the Quran burning, you know? Yeah. So they are just absolutely 
fucking batshit. They don't give a fuck about your religion, anything like that. If you are not straight and part of their religion, you're against them. Well, like, there's no, like, oh, well, you do your thing, I'll do mine. Kind so of thing. Just to touch on what you're saying, the this guy, the the Phelps guy, what he what he got going, not the swimmer. He got what he got going. I wonder if they're related. Hmm. Michael and Fred Phelps. Sounds like it. Yeah, could be. Anyways, um, yep, they are. Not sure. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. So the uh, they do protests, like you just said, but it's near funerals of gay people, military veterans, disaster victims, and uh, other religious groups. And he said that. He believed people were killed as a result of God punishing the U.S. for having bankrupt values and tolerating homosexuality. Like, this, to me, Ernie, sounds like it's going a lot of the way, like, maybe of the Jesse Peterson scandal. Like, this guy, he was so openly against homosexuality, mm. you know what I mean? That maybe he was secretly into something. Loving on another man. Yeah. Yeah. Loving an elevator. Climbing into another man's yeah. warmth. You know, right. loving it up or we're going down. You know, you know what I'm saying? About. So, but yeah, so maybe, I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's a reach. Oh, and by the way, fuck these motherfuckers picketing veteran Oh, that dude, funerals. The, the Marine funeral was... Like, fuck those pieces of shit. Yes, you have your freedom of speech, right? You do. But, I don't know. Sorry, sex is shit. Going out... And picketing veterans and being like, I'm glad for dead soldiers and shit like that. Or thank God for dead soldiers yeah. was yeah. one of the signs. God hates soldiers, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like that. You, God loves dead soldiers. Dirty sacks of dog dicks. That's why you're able to go out and picket. Sure, do it. But just know that, like, veterans are the ones securing your fucking freedom, you ungrateful piece of dog shit. Anyways. Well, that so, was my little rant. Fuck them. Um, the the thing that like what we were talking about with the with this guy died in 2014, anyways. So Fred Phelps is probably barbecuing right now. But yeah, if at you least ask on me, the 12th level. Yeah, if you ask me, maybe on the 10th. Yeah. So they they picketed a um a funeral for a marine who was killed. I think his dad I think he was his name was Snyder I think because it says his dad was Albert Snyder and he was he was in the beginning he was awarded like this says 5 million but I read somewhere it was 10.5 million I heard 10.9 oh yeah because they have the 10.9 thing that's right yeah. the 10.9 million because they, they then they started doing the, the ads and commercials thank god for 10.9 million dollars mm-hmm. because they said they never would have gotten that publicity yeah. if they wouldn't have done that this guy called and said he was going to fucking blow up their houses and shit, though. Like, he fucked up. Yeah. Like, that was... I understand, like, he was emotional, and I don't know how I would react in that situation, but but he he fucking... I heard... You, you probably listened to the voicemails and some of the stuff you're listening to, yeah. right? Yeah. And he was like, you fucking sacks of shit. If I fucking see any of you, I'll blow all your fucking houses up and all this yeah. crazy stuff. Which, never leave evidence. That's my thing. Like... Yeah. If you just walk up on somebody and be like, hey, motherfucker! You yeah. know... And they don't have enough time to get their phone out, or you just spike their fucking phone into the Step ground. Step one: spike phone into cement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, make it to where. Well, then of course, if you do that, there's gonna be a thousand different TikTokers pulling up their phone. Yeah. yeah. But don't text people shit. Don't fucking leave a voicemail. Oh, no, never. 
you know, and don't even call them. Exactly, because half the time people already have that auto voice recorder. Like I have that for my phone. Yeah. For whenever I get calls and shit, I can just auto record it. And but at least say it to their face. Go to their picket line and yeah. just spike the phone into the cement. Step one, and then just lay into them yeah. and be like, ah, you know. Yeah. Headbutts are very effective. Yeah. Just yeah. aim for the bridge of the nose, though. Remember this, kids. If you're gonna headbutt somebody, aim for the bridge of the nose. Don't aim for the forehead or the eyebrows because you're gonna hurt yourself lower. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh, but they they appealed the ruling and it got We're not sent. endorsing violence. Not at all. Yeah. Just saying. They, <laughs> they they appealed the ruling so many times, and then finally, a Supreme Court ruled that they were under their First Amendment rights, yeah. freedom of speech, to do whatever they wanted. Eight to one. So there's at least one person that had some sort of soul on the Supreme Court yeah. at that time. Which, like and then I said, he had to pay the court costs. Yeah, the which is had fucked to, up. I mean, I, I think that was going a little far. Like maybe they could just throw the court costs out this time. Yeah. You know, just write this one off yeah. instead of making this dude whose son got killed yeah. pay for everything. It's fucked up. But see, we talk about this all the time about free speech. Like, if you support free speech, you got to support free speech. Yeah, all the way. People talking about, like, thank God for dead soldiers and shit. Yeah. This is a veteran-owned podcast. Yeah. You know, we fucking love our veterans, but it's like, at the end of the day, they do have freedom of speech to do that shit. Yeah, I get that. I don't agree with it, you know, because yeah. you're being an asshole. Yeah. But, I don't know. And there's going to be somebody that sees that and goes, nah, not in my town, motherfucker, you know? Right. I, I think freedom is, I think it was, I don't remember who said it. But your your freedom to throw your fists around ends at somebody's face. You know yeah. what I mean? Like your freedom your freedom of speech doesn't end at just because somebody's offended. Yeah. I mean it's we're getting there. We'll be there pretty soon, I think. Well like Canada where it's a hate crime to say the wrong thing to somebody, but Yeah. And it's like your uh, your freedom of speech ends at inciting violence. Yeah. So you can't incite crimes, shit like that. There are stipulations to freedom of speech, right. you know, but... It's not freedom to say whatever you want. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't incite violence and all that shit. And the quote that I, I've heard that you might be looking for is your freedom... You can swing your fists anywhere you want to, but your freedom to swing your fists anywhere you want... Anywhere you want to ends at the bridge of my nose. You know, ends at the tip of my nose or whatever. And it's like... You can. Well, I didn't find the official quote. I just Albert I'm, Einstein. I'm just, I'm just saying it the way that I heard it, <laughs> and that's what the guy said. Your freedom to swing your fist around ends at somebody else's face. But whatever. Albert you Einstein, 1786. Good. Yeah. Was oh yeah. 1786. <laughs> so, um, but but people asked him like, why would you have these signs that say God hates fags or you're going to hell to a funeral for U.S. military personnel? And he said. When the whole country is given over to sodomy and sodomite enablers, the country needs this preaching. So, I don't feel like sodomy or so sodomite enablers had anything to do with the soldier. I don't think so. What? Nothing. I, I okay. Just in case we want to go back. Oh. Just you know. You know All right. what I'm saying? But I don't think that. I don't think. I don't think anybody's sexual proclivities had anything to do with the soldier. So I don't know why I would say that there. Like I, would, I, would, I would see where he's saying that, not that I agree, but I could see where he's saying, like, 
God's punishing America by killing its soldiers for being involved in wars we have nothing to do with. Like, that's a view that I can see people thinking. Yeah. If you're extremely religious and you think everything, you think everything happens, which I think if you're extremely religious, you think that, like, God has a plan and it's all, like, pre-planned out, right? Yeah, and... So why, how could they say that's retribution for something America's doing? Like, well, that's just what God's doing. One of the best quotes I ever heard was if God had a master plan, he wouldn't let any just any old body with a prayer book change it. Yeah. You know? Pretty good. I can't remember who, who said that. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen, 1986. 1783. Oh. Oh, 1786. Yeah. That was wrong. That's where I was. So, but anyways, they, they decided they were... Quotes would know. just make up. Yeah. They decided that they were fine to do what they wanted to. Which, I mean, it's good, but... I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Let me tell you something. If we start going into this whole fucking censorship error, right? Mm-hmm. Like Canada, like the UK, where it starts becoming a crime for uh, the main one over in the UK. I don't know if it's the same with, uh, with Canada or not, mm-hmm. but... Is misgendering, right? Yeah. Misgendering is a hate crime and this, that, and the other. And you can actually get fined or in prison for it. Now, if the U.S. starts to go down that route, if we start going, hey, you can't say this and this and this, you can't say this and this and this, and they start putting more stipulations on the whole freedom of speech, mm-hmm. then they need to go back and fix this. They need to go back to this marine's father right and be like all right westboro baptist church you sorry dick suckers go ahead oh, and pay oh. this person 10.9 million dollars you know that kind of thing so i do not like them i don't know if i made that clear well, no i don't i don't believe in what they're doing either i mean i don't know man they i, I am on the side of free speech and as much as i hate to say it then you should be able to say whatever you want to say I don't like I don't mm-hmm. agree with it every time, but that's why it's freedom of speech. Yeah. So that you can say what you want to say. Uh, I didn't know that they planned on picketing Muhammad Ali's funeral. Yeah. Really? They said that this was when what twenty sixteen or something like that. Yeah, June 9, twenty sixteen was when this article came out. So it's it's old, but it's relevant. From one p.m. to two p.m., the Radical Baptist Church plans to picket outside the KFC Yum Center where a funeral service is scheduled for Muhammad Ali. According to their picket schedule, they also threaten on Twitter to burn a copy of the Quran, the Muslim holy book. The group said they're protesting because Ali was a Christ-rejecting Muslim. That's pretty PG for where I thought they were going to go with that. And followed after the false prophet Muhammad. So, uh, Matthew Shepard in Wyoming, 1998... Oh, they protested the funeral of Matthew Shepard in Wyoming in 1998 after it was determined he was beaten to death because of his homosexuality. When, um, so they have also protested the funerals of military service members, Steve Jobs, Michael Jackson, and the victims of Sandy Hook shooting in Connecticut. Steve Jobs? 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 Oh, like the big Apple guy? Was it Jobs? Or, no, he's Microsoft? Yeah. Whatever. I think so. Steve J-O-B? J-O-B, the big J-O-B cut. Stevie Joe. So they, Stevie Joe. Yeah. And 
plenty of other funerals with uh, their with LGBT and anti-Semitic people. I don't know, man. So they, it looks like they've done more than even I, more than even I thought until I just saw that. See, and let me, let me put something out there for you fellers and fellettes, you knuckles. Now, there's a very racist, white supremacist website out there. And if you go and look up Westboro Baptist Church, it'll come up in the search results of Google, you know, no less. Well, maybe not on Google. I use DuckDuckGo for all my use code greasy. But yeah, uh, no, I use DuckDuckGo for all my searches and stuff like that. But it popped up. Stormfront. I was like, what the fuck is this? Clicked on it. It is a white supremacist um, type web page, right? And they were talking about Westboro Baptist Church, and people were like, oh, hell yeah, I love them, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if these if these actual not, oh, you're a Nazi, but these actual Nazis, these fucking neo-Nazi white supremacist shitbags, if they are praising you for what you're doing, you should probably rethink some stuff. You should yeah. probably be like, hold on. All right. These neo-Nazis that are fucking talking all this crazy shit are praising me. Let, let's see what I'm doing here, you know? That's when you know you've gone a little too far. I, I mean, I don't know. Whatever I seen that on there, I was like, hi, damn. Like, you shouldn't be getting praise from these people. Shouldn't be seeking it. That's true. You know? I agree with that. Because here at the Grease Knuckles, we like making waves, but if we ended up on that website being praised, we might go through and just change some shit. Yeah, we'd have to definitely change some stuff. <laughs> we'd um, have to be like, hold on, let's listen to this. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you 100%. If you got a bunch of white supremacists telling you you're doing a good job, you know, you're probably just doing something you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, Westboro Baptist Church is located in Topeka, Kansas. No, good, thanks. In Topeka, Kansas. That's where they're based. And it's... So, the headquarters of their church has a sign out front that says GodHatesAmerica.com. So, I guess that's another one of their websites. But something else to learn is that a lot of times when they protest, they, they fly the American flag upside down. Yeah. That's like one of their little trademark moves or whatever. And, I, I mean... I, Which, do you know what that means? Explain. There is a elaborate for the listeners out there, the knuckleheads. Uh, there is a reason for flying the flag upside down, not just from Westboro fucking crazy people, but when it, when the U.S. flag is turned upside down, it's only at a time like of great desperation. Yeah, like, and it's only been flown upside down I think twice in our Officially. entire. Yeah, in our entire history. Well, yeah, what they're doing is fucked up. Because if you fly flags, you're supposed to do it by the codes that are sent down from Washington and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think we've only flown it upside down. It's been very, very few times. But they're like, oh, man, we're in a time of crisis and this, that, and the other. Flip the flag upside down, you know. But they just do all these little bitty things... So they can just troll. That's all they're doing is just 
seeing how far they can push it because it just gets shares. Yeah. People are like, these guys are crazy. Let me share this to so-and-so. And it makes them even more popular. Distress is the word I was looking for. Like distress. Yeah, yeah, if you're in dire distress or like whatever. So yeah. Danger. So, yeah, that's why the flag. That's the word I was looking for. But I can't remember how many times it's been flown like that. But I don't know if it, I don't know if I could, I could probably find it. But, um, but one of the things I was going to say is, I think it's, I think it's kind of a, like, that to me is like a real slap in the face that you would do that with the flag and the country that allows you to say and do all these gross things to people or like say these horrible things to people or spout your anti-gay, anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish, or the same thing, anti-Muslim rhetoric of people, you know, that you would think it's all right. Like, I don't know, it's kind of like people that burn the flag at some riot or whatever demonstration they call it. Yeah. And it's like that flag, I mean, not to, not to like pick on a country, but, you know, go to Iran and try to do what you're doing. Yeah. Go, go to, go to some of these other places that just don't tolerate that shit and get out in the street I mean, well, the only reason they do it here is because they know they can get away with it. They're gonna right. just, they're gonna piss some people off. They're gonna get some shares. They're gonna get more famous, and that's it. They're yeah. not like, they don't know. All these people that are screaming persecution and, oh man, these people hate me and blah blah. Most of them have never been truly persecuted. Like, no, the the people. In Afghanistan, they were actually helping the U.S. soldiers and shit like that. That that's true persecution. They were fucking getting beheaded and shit. Yeah, just for helping us out, for giving us some water. Yeah, you especially know? when old Sleepy Joe pulled the plug. I'm sure a bunch of those people got dealt with immediately. Yeah. But it's like that is true persecution. Being like, I'm going to literally be beheaded in front of my children and my wife and everything in the middle of the fucking town. Like, yeah, that's some true fucking persecution. You can go out and pick it and not risk death in America. You can go out and burn the flag and all this other shit. Like, people might give you death threats and stuff, but... Well, I don't know. I think that they, like, they use some of their, they use some of their tactics almost like, um, I would almost consider it domestic terrorism. <laughs> Yeah. Some yeah they like they didn't hold anybody hostage, but so all right so listen to this there uh, the deadly Tucson shootings I'm not completely up to date on what they are I mean I'm guessing there were some shootings in Tucson that were you know covered pretty pretty widely that left Representative Gabriella Giffords severely injured right so she Gabriella Giffords was involved I'm guessing that's a woman um, and the church they they pissed everybody off. Because they plan to take their signs to the funeral for not for a nine-year-old Christina Green. Jesus. See, like, how how could you go picket a child's funeral? You know what I mean? Like a soldier's funeral? That's fine. There's plenty of people that hate soldiers, right? That yeah. don't believe that don't believe we should that we should be at war where we're at war doing what we're doing. But a child? I mean, like, even the even that soldier's dad. That was bad enough. But like, if you, I, I can't imagine having a small child die. Yeah. Like how hard that would be. And then you got to look over these assholes saying like, well, God hates your kid because of this. That's why it's, that's why it's dead. So, but that threat led Arizona to quickly enact legislation to ban protests within 300 feet of a funeral. 
So in Arizona, you can't protest in 300 feet of a funeral, and you also can't protest, you can't be, the protesters cannot be present within an hour of the funeral start or finish, which I think that's, I mean, go ahead and do what you want to do, but I think that's good enough that, you know, the first hour, that gives everybody a chance to get inside. Yeah. And then the last hour, everybody can leave without having to drive through your bullshit. Well. So wait, just one second, let me finish this thought. They eventually decided not to proceed with the protest after an Arizona radio station promised to give the church airtime in exchange for a promise not to picket the nine-year-old girl's funeral. See, that's all they want. Right. That's, that is literally all they're doing is just trolling. Until somebody's like, if you, I mean, that's like dealing with petulant children. You know, if you won't cry, I'll give you candy. Yeah. And then what happens? Then you, then you yeah. bank a little bastard out of it. And they're them. like, oh, shit. You mean all I have to do is threaten to exactly. do this, and then you'll just do what I want? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and let me just clarify. The, the U.S. flag has never officially been flown upside down. Really? They say it might have been in 1812 whenever the uh, capital was built, burned down. Yeah. But it's never officially been... Because that stuff comes down from the president. That's why I was saying you have to fly up per the code of Washington, D.C. Yeah. It comes down from the president. It's never been officially flown upside down, but it's dire distress, like, in just very emergency, like, life, liberty, or, you know, property is at extreme stake. That's when you'd fly it upside down. Right. These fucks are going, my America's going to the shitter. Fly it yeah. upside down. Like... Fuck. Yeah. And a lot of that just was from that. A lot of that was like before COVID or anything, you know, like that was back when they were just protesting funerals and things didn't really look that bad probably. Yeah. <laughs> the gas is two twenty a gallon. Yeah. They're like, fucking fly it upside down. That's it, that's the end. It's the end. Jesus is coming. Yeah. But he, he's he, that dude has a I, I think he only has I'm not sure if he has one or two daughters. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't nail down. There's one Betty Phelps. Two? Yes, two. And then Shirley Phelps, is that so that's them, Betty and Shirley, I think? I think it's... Because oh, Betty Phelps is still Betty Phelps, and Shirley is Shirley Phelps Roper. So... Because one of them left. I couldn't find it. I didn't find time to, like, narrow it down. I think it, I think it was Cheryl, I'm pretty sure. Her Cheryl? name was Cheryl. It might be three daughters then, because when they ask him about the daughter that left, he's always like, I mean, yeah, she she's she's doing her own thing, you know? Yeah, he's never, and they're like, "Oh, well, do you still love her?" This, that, and the other. She's doing her own thing, you know. He's he's very quiet when it comes to the, you know, other daughter that had left that. But there's some crazy shit that goes on in these churches, and there's one girl that did a TED talk about it who actually left this fucking craziness who spoke out about it and was like, this is what I knew, you mm-hmm. know? And she was in it from the time she was born until she was fucking 20 years old or something like that. Okay. And she was on Twitter and just spewing, like, racism and shit like that. But whenever people get in their minds, and you see it all the time, that they are right. There's nothing that's going to change their mind. They're right, 100%. So what they're spewing she goes on to explain isn't like this crazy racist hate blah 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 she's like 
she was saying this because she believed it and she was wanting others to like understand you know and she said what really got her thinking was because they've already got it in their minds anybody on the outside hates you anybody on the outside is wrong they hate you they want you to go to hell this that and the other she said what changed her mind is when people stopped like just trading almost like trading hate for hate yeah they started actually talking to her and getting to know like why she thinks this what she thinks about it this kind of stuff and having a discussion and they started boiling it down she's like when these people were being nice i was automatically going against what my church was preaching to me what i had grown up knowing Mm -hmm. you know because they're used to that and i remember whenever i was growing up like it was it was you versus the world you know the world is this terrible thing satan's everywhere the devil's in everything right you know all these people are just horrible people and i grew up thinking that i wasn't in west borough baptist church but pretty much you know the same sort of thinkings uh well i'm not even gonna say that kind of the same sort of thinkings and when you start meeting people that are just genuinely nice yeah who just want to understand you who are willing to have an open discussion with you and that's why like censorship it works but you you don't want to censor people you want to have the decency to be able to have a conversation with them yeah and be like you're fucking batshit crazy but to to you, I might be batshit crazy, you know. And yeah, then it's open your perspective. That, yeah, and find out like, is it logical? Is what we're saying is everybody with the religion is stabbing in the dark. Nobody mm-hmm. truly, truly knows. There right. isn't a factual fucking thing out there. So the the stronger your belief is, there's someone else with a different belief that has the exact same strength of belief that you have. You know. You're right. So. I don't know. They they get into this battle, and she ended up like being able to express with this this guy back and forth. And when things would get heated, he would just leave. He yeah. Would, they're like, "This is the internet. It's not you and I talking. We have to do this right now." So he'd just be like, "All right," and then just go away for a little while. Let the thing cool down, and then come back and start discussing again. And she started noticing like all these fucking mistakes and hypocritical errors in what she was saying and she's like fuck and it just really opened her mind up because she wasn't used to that nice calm discussion you yeah know? she was used to people being like screaming oh, back in her face bigot, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and she's like yep i'm expecting this mm-hmm. so sometimes that's all it takes just discuss with people and be like why are you psychotic? No. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but she's one out of how many? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's I think it's really like not that I'm not saying it's hard to turn somebody's religious beliefs. That is hard. I'm saying I think it's hard when people get set like brainwashed pretty much or in that mm-hmm. mindset to change their mind. Yeah, it like is. It, it'd be hard for you to change my mind about the military or whatever, you know, like, yeah, because I don't I mean, I'm obviously not going to debate religion on this podcast because that's not what we're doing here. But, yeah. you know, like, we like, I think like if somebody tried to tell me like the military was just bullshit and all this you know like that or whatever 
I'd have to disagree because I've been part of it, and I think that, like even like even looking back on stuff, you know, knowing what's happened or where we've been, that maybe it wasn't the best idea and the best way to go about stuff. But a lot of people that go through that shit are just, you know, you're following orders, which doesn't necessarily mean you're doing everything right. But that's that brainwashing, that conditioning, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, um, like I had a buddy whose dad was a Vietnam vet, and he said when he came back that like that. He said that thing they always talk about, the whole baby killer and people spitting on you and stuff like that. He said that was true. He said you came back and thought you were going to a parade. Half the parade was happy you were back, you know, like God bless America and all this kind of like patriotic whatever. He's like, and the other half was fucking throwing rocks at you or spitting on you if they got close enough or, you know, telling you you're a piece of shit, a murderer and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's like, but they they can't relate because they've never been put in that situation. He's like, when it comes down to, like, it's you or them, you know, are you going to let it be you? Yeah. I mean, and... so I think that, like, my, my point was that just trying to, like, if you could meet with these people and just say, hey, like, explain to me why you think it's okay to go to a soldier's funeral where there's a grieving parent. Not even a soldier, anybody. But uh, where there's a grieving parent and say that, like, your kid died because of your sins and America's sins. And like, how does that register in your head that that's a good idea? Yeah. And I don't get that. That, that girl that went on the Ted talk was even saying like, you know, you without sin cast the first stone. And she's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Because she figured out like, fuck, all I'm doing is just lobbing these rocks at everybody. And you know, that's kind of fucked up, you know, and she started dissecting it. And I agree with you. It's it's like when Bill Nye, the science guy, yeah. you know, when Bill Nye and Ken Ham had a discussion, a debate, right? He was asking them, Bill Nye asked Ken Ham, what, if anything, in this entire world would get you to change your mind? You know, about... I think I remember this. About... It was a very very famous pot uh very famous debate but what was he trying to change his mind about i can't remember they were discussing Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, no you're fine they were discussing you know evolution versus yeah, okay, creationism yeah. right yeah. evolution versus creation and it was a debate at harvard i think but huge huge spectacle but he's like if there is anything at all would there be anything that would get you to change your mind and he's like Ken Ham said, no, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And they asked Bill Nye the same question. What, if anything, in this entire world, in the universe, would get you to change your mind? He's like, evidence. That was it. Yeah. You know. Do you know what I... And that's, that's the point of brainwash. It's like, I will not change my mind no matter what, even if there's a fucking note that comes out that's like, hey, P.S., I'm going to make up this book. It's going to be called The Bible. I'm going to just write all this crazy shit in it. See who people, you know. Yeah. People will be like, nope. Right. Nope, that's the devil, you know. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, oh, shit. That's the new devil evidence. The that with his own hands. You know what I'm saying? You know when I listened to that interview? It was like right when we started this podcast. Yeah. I was, I can't remember what episode we were doing, but like seriously, I remember I found that trying to research whatever we were going to talk about for one of our first episodes. It's it's really good. It was a really good debate, but it's like... I wish I could remember what we were going to talk about. Anyways, yeah. It really puts it into perspective, like the power of brainwashing. Like, yeah. no matter... And I was at that point, you know? 
back growing up, I was at that point where it's like nobody can tell me anything. Yeah. I know. I know this. I don't know how anyone could have a different religion. Like, it's right here, you know? Yeah. Well, you that have kid to... preacher. Remember that kid preacher on that interview? I do. I was going to play that. Talk show. I was going to play that on this uh, episode. Oprah Winfrey. Want. Yeah. But. Yeah, nobody could tell you shit. Yeah, nobody can say anything that'll change your mind. You know that you know. And, but it's. It's crazy because they buy into it whole cloth and they expect other people that they're just they're just lying to themselves. You know, they can't fathom that someone like a Hindu has the same amount of belief in their gods mm-hmm. that you know, Westboro they yeah. have in their god. You know, it's like yeah, they're no, gonna, no, they're just lying to themselves. They're they're tricked by Satan. They're you know this that and the other. Yeah, they're gonna they were gonna pick at Muhammad Ali's funeral because he said because they said he believed in the false prophet Muhammad. Yeah, which to them, that's just as valid of a prophet, you know, even more so than Jesus was. You know. So I found that clip. If you want to hear it, this, hear it. this is a clip from the Oprah Winfrey show. Uh, seven years ago, it was uploaded to YouTube, but it looks a little older than that. I think it's from like early '90s. Yeah, everybody looks pretty '90s in here, so I'll just—it's—I think it's only—it's only three minutes. We could let most of it play. Like these yeah. kids are just regurgitating Bible verses. Sorry. And I see here, it seems like these kids are just regurgitating Bible verses. I want to know if you really understand what it is that you are preaching. Yeah, I like make up a reading comprehension test. <laughs> You're not on mic. This this student's an A student in school. Could you maybe give me a Bible verse? Oh, that doesn't mean interpret it or something. Yeah. Could you could you preach for us and let us and then tell us what it is you mean? I'm biblical. Could you, Duffy? Could you? Just so ingrained with this, they beat it into. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Well, there's a verse. There's a verse. So just real quick, he's nice and calm sitting there, you know, like. They're asking him, I think his name's Duffy, what he wants to do. And he's just like, anything? You want me to read anything? And then his dad starts talking. But Yeah, his dad's trying to like steer the conversation yeah, guide somewhere him into else. It. And, you know. But the thing that amazes me is the way he just like turns it on like that and turns into like a fucking evangelical madman. So yeah, here we the go. audience is trying to... You want him to preach? Yeah, yeah. Get up and preach. Get up and preach. Yeah, go ahead. Stand up right where you are if you want to. Go ahead. Jeffy, do you want to preach? If you want to. If you don't want to... the audience shouldn't be able to intimidate you into this. If you want to do it, it's up to you. Wait just a minute, please. People want to know what that means that you just said. In your own word, tell us what does that mean. It means just what it says. Don't yell. Don't yell. Anyway, so he, I mean, we can listen to the rest of it because it's only a minute, but he doesn't even know. And that's that's the point this audience is trying to, like, throw this logic out there. Yeah. With a fucking bobber on it, waiting yeah. for him to strike, and being like, "Do you know what you're fucking saying?" Because you hear right after he got got done screaming at them, yeah, you know, his dad goes, "Amen, amen." Yeah. You know, like <laughs> this isn't the kid's words. It's not. He's 
seen his dad do so much that he's just like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's sad. It truly well, is sad. But it's funny because he says it means exactly what it says. Yeah. Like, this kid looks like he's probably 10 years old. And probably doesn't even know what adulterous means. Yeah. You know I mean, like, he can, I can memorize something in another language. If I can see it on paper and just mimic the sounds of it and have no fucking clue what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? It's, so, it's like when these people get Chinese, traditional Chinese lettering tattoos. tattoos yeah. Those are my it, favorite. It's like, oh, it means peace and love. Kanji. And right? I think that's what it's called. I think it's, yeah, I think that's right. It's like, oh, this means peace and love. And they're like, uh, no, that means I love dick. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, and if you ever know someone with a tattoo in China, like all Chinese, try to find like someone who speaks whatever that variation of Chinese is and get them to tell you what it means. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, it'll be off the wall. And they're yeah. like, that's not what that means. Yeah, it means yeah. number seven. No, it means peace and love. No, like, it means no. number seven with fried rice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's tell us what, what that means. Well, I've never read the Bible, let's pretend, and I don't understand that type of... Um, language. Tell me how, it, how that applies in my own life. Well, um, why I'm screaming is um, the Bible definition of preaching is Isaiah 58.1. It says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Stay away from the Bible, Duffy. How do you stay away from the Bible if you're going to preach, though? The Bible says you're to speak as the oracles of God. If you don't want to talk the way this Bible talks, you should keep your mouth shut. Okay, yes, ma'am. We still look, but you understand what people are saying. They want you to interpret what you just said, Duffy. The Bible says, does not interpretation belong to God? Genesis chapter 40. Read it. I understand that, David. What we're saying is, though, Duffy, do you understand what you just said? Could you put into your own words what you just said? Um. Yeah, I know what it means, but I just can't. Please let him speak. Yes. Um. Means, um. Well, I know what it means, but it's just hard to understand. But you got to um, realize that the prophets were out there saying, Thus saith the Lord, and um, they didn't even know who, who it was. They didn't understand what they were saying. Hi. So you can kind of grasp. Kind of a like, mic drop, though, wasn't it? <laughs> like he's just. Prophets didn't know what they were saying. Bam! Shut up. Got it. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, well, I mean, uh, it's kind of. Uh, they, they don't really. Um, he doesn't understand I, what he's saying. Like, we don't trust children to vote you know we don't yeah. trust children to drink alcohol and make smart decisions right. get tattoos get tattoos whatever because we understand the consequences of it like especially tattoos mm-hmm. life altering like you know i have tattoos you have tattoos we have life altering choices there you know and i guarantee you if you would have put me at fucking 10 years old and been like, you can get whatever tattoos you want. I 100% would regret it right now. Yeah. I guarantee you. It'd be like Pokemon on my cheek. You know, it's like... But all this stuff, we understand the power of, like, waiting. You'd be a rapper by now if you started getting ten tattoos at 10. Probably. If you got shit all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point, though, is, like, we understand like little that. Mickey Man or something, you know? When you ask, I guarantee you, you ask that dad of that guy or that kid like hey you know should he be able to get tattoos right now if he wants it I guarantee you he'd say no 
But yeah. it's perfectly fine if you want to brainwash them into being like, this is real. West Hillboro Baptist fucking crazy people that, I mean, they got the right shit. And you bring, because it's, uh, these people that are coming out of West Hillboro Baptist Church. Is it West Hillboro or is it Westboro? Westboro. Okay. Westboro. Westboro Baptist Church. They're having these kids five years old holding these signs with God hates the gays and, you know, all this stuff. And it's just brainwashing. But they're looking to these people of power in their eyes, their moms, their dads, whatever, and they're doing it being like, this is the right thing to do. And it gets in there. It gets in their fucking heads. They don't get it out. And most of them just continue on that fucking path. Yeah. I, I'm of the belief that you shouldn't teach children under the age of 18, like, about your religion. You know, I feel not any religion you want, right? I, I feel like you should wait till the time is right to be able to teach them about you know, your religion and stuff. But most people aren't like that. They want to make sure the kid knows, and, you know, goes to Bible school, goes to fucking... Bible camp, all Bible camp, well, summer camp, a church group, and all this other shit. But see, like, I get... I get that because that's how that's how the church makes its money too though you know you gotta you gotta get them early no matter what you're talking about i think like we're seeing that more and more with a lot of things now that if you get them started early on something it's a lot easier to like keep them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think religion's the same way cigarettes yeah i mean vapes yeah there's a reason why they're trying to ban flavored vapes and stuff they're yeah. like oh it's going towards the kids and it'll be some baptist preacher up there talking about how vaping is bad because yeah. they're trying to get your kids hooked for life. Yeah. And but I don't know a lot in the of... next room they're having Bible study <laughs> for four year olds. I don't know a lot of adults who chew bubble gum. Yeah. There are some. But you know, most of most of us grown ups chew like gum. Yeah. Chewing gum. So why would you need like hubba bubba flavored vapes? For the stoners? I get it. I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying. If I was still smoking weed, you bet your ass I'd have me some hubba bubba vape, you know? What yeah, I'm, I'm just saying they're like well, yeah, but you're basically still just acting like a child if you're still smoking weed. Exactly. Every day. I can't say that. That's a lot. <laughs> I'd smoke weed every day if I could. So, but no, I, I mean I vape, but mm. I, it's like caramel tobacco and like vanilla bourbon. Like that's my flavor yeah, of vape that I like. Hoity-toity, isn't it? It's fucking good. I will tell you what. Top shelf. Top shelf for like eight bucks. Can't <laughs> beat it. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I don't know. I think we've I think we've covered the Westboro Baptist church to be all to a point i mean there's still much more like always that could be gone into i guess if y'all feel the need to look into them if y'all want to look into them go to their website you know fucking watch some watch the ted talk by the girl that left left west yeah. church i mean there's documentaries and shit everywhere so yeah this is just our greasy little take on yeah there's plenty you can learn if you want to dig dig in yourself you want to go knuckles deep on it that's right so uh i don't know you got anything else question everything well, that's gonna be it from us here at the greasy knuckles podcast remember if you're gonna get greasy go knuckles deep that's right holy shit what is that what the fuck
Get ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.